All righty, here we are at the Lake 85 in Palm Harbor with a special guest. Now, if you're new to the podcast, how did you make it to the top? My guest has made it to the top in life. Where he came from, what he is doing, it is the great Steve Chamberlain from 50legs, 50legs.org. And what we've been doing now, these last couple of Thursday nights, we tape it at the Lake 85. It's a great sports bar, the East Lake area, Landsbrook, Upper Pinellas County, 18 TVs, any kind of drinks you want and the beers and the food. We love the lake and we love the one, the only. He's a badass. Damn, is he looking good getting ready for the Boston <laughs> Marathon. And he's going to do it with one leg. You need, there's nobody in the country, uh, in the world. Steve, how are you? Thank you, my buddy. man. Great food here, too, by the way. Oh, great excellent. Great food, great excellent. food. I just had a grilled chicken uh, wrap. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, going from playing semi-pro football, hockey, and then wrestling to training for the Boston Marathon, I'm not a walker, bro. Look at me. I'm definitely not a runner. What so do you weigh? Wait, tell right those that don't know like, your size, your height. You weigh six three. Like I'm like two sixty five right now. And he's and he's all muscle. Yeah, I've been hitting it pretty good, you know. But but the training for the walking is uh, I'm probably gonna get down to two forty five ish, just from walk from the training's nuts, you know. I'm on a twenty four week program, so like. You know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do 35 to 45 minutes, whatever it says on the thing. And then Saturday and Sunday is my walk day. Like last week was three miles on Saturday, then 17 on Sunday. And then uh, so I was I was at the airport last training Tuesday. So they're looking at me, at, you know, I'm at American Airlines and I'm getting looked at. I'm going down Terminal E. And F, they're the long ones. So I'm going E F E F E F to do six miles. <laughs> you get your steps <laughs> just in. to get it in, right? Nice, because you were there a long time, right? Yeah, so, I, was, yeah. I was stuck at 17 for the mile. For, yeah, it was, it was 17 hours. <laughs> oh, oh. So the lady that runs the whole place, you know, the her and their employees are looking for me, and I finally stopped. I stopped and had a quick little drink, and they're like, <laughs> "There you are." I'm like, "Who are you?" Like, I didn't even know they were doing this. So I went in the office with the lady. She goes, "Can I talk to you?" I'm like, "Oh God, what the heck?" She sees me walking through this damn airport, six three, carrying a bag, looks sweating, looking like I'm gonna rob <laughs> these people. So, anyways, the lady comes up to me and she's in charge of the whole American Airlines. In D.C. Okay. So I'm in her office, and she's like, so what are you doing? I'm like, training for the marathon. I'm just trying to get my steps in. She's like, well, we want to support you. No kidding. She's like, we're going to come to the Boston Marathon. That's unbelievable. And we're going to be at the finish line when you finish. How cool is that, I said, that, you better Steve? get your house. You better get a place now. They're going to they're gonna sell it. She goes, obviously, you don't know who I am. <laughs> right? Little black lady, the nicest lady you'll ever meet in your life. Her and all our team is going to come support me. That is awesome, Steve. Yeah, that like, is and awesome. And to raise money for me. That's tremendous. You know what I mean? They were just the, the coolest people. And then, then I didn't even have a place to go yet because I'm sitting at the airport waiting for my flight. She goes, "We got you on the next flight." Oh, all nice. But you have two hours to kill. I'm like, don't worry about me, dude. I got it. That don't worry is about great. two hours. I'll figure out where I'm going to eat. I spent eight hundred dollars that day. I ate at every terminal <laughs> at D.C. 
you, you are the man. All right, let's let's let our our uh, listeners know the deal now. Steve Chamberlain. Oh my God! When I tell that story about WWE uh, signing you back in uh, the day, and you go to FCW, which is Florida Championship Wrestling, that's like the training ground, like NXT, and. Then they yeah, come. Kern was there? Kern trained me. Kern Steve trained, Kern, yeah. and then they tell you that they signed the wrong one-legged yep. wrestler. <laughs> he was about one sixty-five, uh, and God dang it! God dang it! Uh, every time I see somebody like I just talked to Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre just sent me some stuff because he was supposed to send it for the Hogan thing. Got you. When we had a, the event at uh, Hogan's Hangout. And he was, Drew was like, I called Drew, I said, hey, can you send me some stuff? I never asked him for anything. He's like, sure, sure. of course, Steve. He goes, you're the legend. I go, I'm the legend. He goes, you're still the legend here, fella. The boys, the the boys boy, know the, the story. Boys, the boys all joke about See it. That? Like Paul White, the big show. Oh, I see him at Hogan's. Oh, he's like. He lives up this way. Yeah, he's, dude, he's a funny dude. He says, every time he sees me, he goes, the legend's here. I'm like, the legend? What's the legend? Fastest contract in WWE history. No Seven day deal, brother. That's the quickest one anybody ever got fired. Damn. So it was funny. It, to me, it's, you know, it's like, it, it made me who I am today, rock. I didn't make it. I didn't chase it no more. Like all these guys still chasing the dream at 50, 45. Right. You know what I mean? Poor Bucky. Bucky's one of them. And he had more knee surgeries than anybody you know like i play golf with him and he finally feels good after all his surgeries but he chased her for a long time yeah i mean he traveled the world but i mean still like you're not making the money right. like it's not right worth it. but these boys are getting paid now their downtime's like you know you mean like the independent uh, no, no, circuit no, no, or the just WWE no guys okay, like okay. you know like i was talking to drew his contract's up coming up you know and he was just telling me, he goes, well, hopefully I start making the money, you know what I mean? I'm like, you ain't making the money yet? Oh, God bless, you know, these guys put their bodies through. It really is amazing. I tell the story, like, you at one time, uh, your good friends with Brian Nobbs, and Nobbs <laughs> and Sags, the Nasty Boys, and he had Nastyville School of Wrestling, oh, and yeah. you were run one yeah. of those trainers. I was a trainer for him, yeah. And I remember there was one, I used to go in there all the time, I yeah. watch you guys, you were great, this and that. And when you watch it on TV, the professionals make it look easy. Yep. And to get to that point, I remember one day Nobs came in, all right, today's like we're chairs day, or today we're going to practice yeah, yeah, with yeah. garbage can. He went to yeah. Home Depot. I'm like, you're practicing that, like these guys. And I remember one time you were on, like just on your phone, nobody was in there, and I said, I want to feel, all I did was I jumped down onto the thing to take a bump. I'm like, that hurts. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it really is amazing, isn't it? It, and, it really you know? is. Like, I remember when I had my tryout. So I trained, when we, when I trained with Steve Kern, we had two rings in his school. Got you. And it was, a, it, was, it, was, it was in Tampa, and it was an old garage. And it was hot. Like, you literally, there was no bathrooms, no bathrooms, no AC, no fans, no nothing in Steve's school. That was a school hot knocks. That was the legit school. And then when I built FCW in Tampa, when I helped build that for Steve oh, Kern. Oh, I didn't know that. I was I framed it. I did all the work, did all the painting, did everything in that place. Yeah, we did it all. Before you got signed? No, after oh, no, uh, after uh, I got fired. Oh, oh, oh. Steve oh, Kern oh. and I still, like, oh. I love it. Like, so I built the, where Florida Championship Wrestling was in Tampa off of Hillsborough Ave. I built that. So I was there with Steve. All the me were there night and day building that place. But Steve wanted me to still try out and wrestle, right? Because he was trying to push it a little bit. And I, I was just like, you know what? 
bro, it ain't meant to be. It ain't meant to be. I'll help you. Whatever you need, I'm I'm cool with that. You know, I mean, of course, I wish I I, I would have did more when Steve asked me to, you know, get out in front of Johnny Laronitis and get in front of this guy and get in front of this guy. But I just I just didn't. I, I guess I just didn't. I don't want to chase something. Got you. Like, you know, I went through depression after they fired me for like a couple of year, good years. I bet you did to get signed to WWE yeah. and then to tell you no, I made a mistake. Yeah, and then, I can't imagine and then that, man. Zach Gowan, you know what I mean? And then Zach Gowan, yeah. that was it. Go look him up. About yeah. 165 pounds. Part. This is the part that makes me laugh. You know, years later, I get a call, and he needs a prosthetic leg. No, hundred oh, percent, bro. So I'm like, this mother fudger. You know, he screws up my deal because he turned into a piece of sh- Like, he was just, yeah. I'm not going to lose. I got too good of a gimmick kind of attitude. You know, but now he's a humble kid. Now he's humble. You know, he's, he's a great kid okay. now. Okay. But he, he ruined the whole deal. Because once you mess with Vince, Vince has one idea. And if that idea doesn't work, it's not going to work. Right. You know, even Hogan said it. And then when Hogan was trying to get me in TNA. I remember that. He had yep. a thing. They were going to take off yep. the leg and beat yep. him out, be yep. a manager or do a run-in and yep. stuff like that. But it thing. just never really just, worked you know what it was? I just think... Who knows? It, Maybe it wasn't in the cards, man. I, I, I don't think. And my body's great. I mean, I could still wrestle right now if hey, I wanted to. Cause my, I'm, I, I'm bet I bet I you mean, could. I bet you could. I mean, I watch these guys like get up and like even Hulk. You know, you see what he's been through. You know, he always says, "I wish I did the sleeper hold. I had 24 inch arms. <laughs> I should have never let Brutus take that." He said it the other day again. He's like, oh. there's, "There's, I think Brutus is on that Vice. One of those coming up. You know, they do a Dark Side of the Ring, and they're doing a whole thing on Brutus. Is one of them? They got walk? about four or five. I don't know. Oh my God, his wife on social media and with oh, uh, the hammer. Cuckoo. Oh my God. Oh my I've heard God. it all, dude. I heard Nobs. Missy. Oh, you know, I can oh, only listen, imagine. Nobs tells you a story. You know, Nobs' stories are the best. Chainball, I had to throw her off the bus in Miami. Like, <laughs> I go, what? What do you mean? He goes, he goes. She just starts fighting. She, she, like, when, when, when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame, she was demanding shit. No, I heard she was demanding everything. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, I am with Steve Chamberlain, and it is fiftylegs.org. And we'll, we'll, we'll tell, it's incredible, man. Every time I post something, if it's you, it's like, this guy is an angel sent from heaven, what you're doing. It really is incredible. I know you told it on the back when you did my podcast a long time ago, year and a half ago, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Just real quickly, Steve, you were a guy up in Boston, Massachusetts. Yep. Could have been, could have gone that wrong path, you know. <laughs> could have. I was going. Okay. <laughs> And it was a motorcycle yeah. accident. It wasn't not that you lost your leg, Steve. Yep. I, uh, back in 1999, uh, Memorial Day, I was leaving my uncle's house on my bike, and I had uh, a girl that used to babysit me, Kelly, um, on the back. And she's like, let's go for a ride. Your bike's on. I just got my bike back, all done up. Everything's perfect. And I was meeting her brother, Stevie. Uh, we were going to go for a ride on our bikes that day. So we just went up to my uncle's, hung out there for like, half hour and then we're flying back she's gonna go get her stuff i'm gonna get stevie we're all gonna go back and then um she are driving back and she's like this is the best day you know what i mean and then all of a sudden guy went through a stop sign i kicked my leg out i hear just a crunching of a bike and a truck together going 20 miles an hour that was it i look over my legs hanging from the radiator no like literally hanging i was in the middle of the road and it was, you know, it's Memorial Day. It's, it was like 100 degrees in Boston that day. I'm in the middle of a road in Drake at Mass, laying there with my leg hanging uh, off from the grill. 
and then my buddy was in the house here. Like I was literally, you know, like 25 feet away from where I was turning. And a guy went through this stop sign here and then, you know, it was just, you know, but I honestly, I said it before, I'll say it again. I thank God every day it happened to me. I was going down the wrong road. I would have been dead or killed or but I would have gotten a worse motorcycle accident just doing the stupid things, you know, easy money. You think easy money by doing whatever you can do to make money easily. Right. Just think that's what I was doing. Right. It just it was stupid. You know, it's like when I talk to kids now, I said, there's no such thing as easy money. Work. There isn't. There work. Isn't. I work seven days a week still. Still, right? I do my charity. Yeah, we work. Yeah, I mean, Painting I just. Painting and. Yeah, you, you, everything. You, you, yeah, just, I just never had that in me just to sit around. And anyways, like I said, but long story short is I'm so thankful that I'm who I am now. I mean, I'm still good friends with Hulk. He does all the stuff for my charity I ask. I don't ask for much, but when I do, he says yes. Or he calls me. He's like, hey, let's have a, you know, Nick. Nick's, Nick's probably one of the nicest kids in the world. He really is. He calls me the other day. He's like, hey, Chamber, let's go do something at Hogan's. We haven't done nothing, you know, since they opened years ago. The grand opening, you know what I mean? I got 10 grand from that. So he goes, let's do something, you know, real quick. So I'm like, all right. So next thing we know, we got, you know, last Wednesday, last Tuesday, uh -huh. last Tuesday night. And then just two nights ago, we did another thing. That's awesome. So I made 40 grand for the charity. That's in, beautiful. In the two days for Hulk. That's beautiful. That's what he does. When did it, when did it hit you after that initial of realizing, man, I, you know, I lost my leg. Why me? I'm, I'm, I'm sure you go yeah. through all that. It wasn't too much longer that... What was it, like an epiphany or just like, I'm not going to, you know, drown in my sorrows yeah. here? And then and then eventually, how the heck did this did this start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so first, I was wrestling at Killer Kowalski's when I had two legs. Killer Kowalski's I, gym? In Malden, Mass. Got you. So, Killer Kowalski had a gym in Malden, Mass. That's where Triple H went. That's where, um, I, um, what, what's his name? I used to hang out with him all the time. I can't think of his name. Uh, A-Train. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Prince Prince Albert. Gotcha. Prince Albert. That's where they trained. So I was like, so I went there with my buddy, and I'm like, I went in there with the trainer, and uh, the guy was named Mike. And Mike's like, man, you got it. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I lose my leg. So I'm like, you know, I'm in the hospital, and I'm going, you know what? This was only a week after training. I lost my leg. And I'm sitting in the hospital, and I'm going, everybody's like, he's a wrestler. So I went in the hospital, and I got to know all the nurses, and they all love me. I was, you know, I'm laying in there, and I'm just, I'm making jokes about it. I'm not trying to be, I'm not being like, ah, oh, well, it's me. I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. <laughs> like, I got no leg, but my foot's itchy. Can you itch my foot at least? <laughs> you had you know, your sense of humor, man. worst ever. So anyways, I got all this stuff from all the nurses' kids. Your wrestling name should be pain. You should be this. Just like I had cards, like trash bags of cards, like trash bags of cards. And it was like, you know, you're just sitting there going, all right, I'm going to wrestle. So when I come out of the hospital, <clears throat> I reached out to like prosthetic companies. And I don't know. I tell people all the time, I wish I had me 23 years ago right. in my life. Because right. you don't know. Right. And you just, you got these hospitals like this this company hangar come up to my come up to my room. Like, oh, this is what we do. I'm like, all right, cool. Right, well, I don't have insurance. Know. Well, we're not helping you. 26 prosthetic companies I went to to get a leg. Three months later, after I could heal, after I healed, because they had to keep my leg open because of radiator fluid, because oh. my leg ripped off, so it wasn't like wow. so, my, so the radiator fluid, they had to do wet to dry three times a day for two weeks, two and a half weeks, and then anyway, so the last prosthetic company I go, I'm driving my buddy's old Lincoln, 
and the last the last prosthetic company I, I come down the stairs I'm in, I'm in a crutches and I'm just crying and I'm like this sucks I guess this is me forever not knowing sure what's 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 in store sure you know? so the guy comes running down he goes hey hey I'm like what's up he's like call this guy Peter Kucha he's up in Manchester right up the street I'm like really so I call him you know with those old shitty phones we had right <laughs> I call him and he's like hey what are you trying to do I said listen I just want to wrestle and walk man that's it that's all I want he's like what are you doing now I said I'm crying like a big baby yeah, yeah, at 295 yeah. pounds. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to turn to. She go, he goes, well, come on up here. I'm going to get your legs this week. Go up there, dude. Rest is history. The guy paid me to go to Florida. Wow. Peter Kucha from Next Step in Nashville. He, he, he passed away last year. He passed away last year. And he, uh, he, it, it just sucks because that guy, I owe him my life. I really do. That guy really just... You know what I mean? And then, then when I come down here, I meet Steve Kern. I see. And they, they never treated me... Because I always wore sweats, so nobody in there when I walked I in didn't know, know when shit. I first saw you, I had no yeah. idea the yeah. way you were moving and stuff yeah, in the ring. The, that was the gig, though. I mean, we had a we had a great thing. I mean, <clears throat> I just wish it all turned out. Just, just, I mean, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm much better where I'm at now. I understand, but I wish that we could have just showed what we did. Yeah. Like if they would have seen me wrestle and they would have yeah. been like, I can do every. Like I watch the shit now, and I'm like, I can do that. Like, like. I always used to watch like Stone Cold, and when you hit somebody or kick them, make it look like you're kicking them. Yeah. I mean, these guys now are, like throwing punches and it's missing four inches away. I'm like, how oh, bless? How do you I sell know. that? I know, I you know, know, I then know. You see Sheamus and those guys, they hit you. <laughs> was Sheamus? Sheamus came through FCW, he was, he was, I believe. When I built you? the school, okay. I used to go on Saturdays, ask Sheamus on Saturdays, and take that stupid ass super kick from him. So no, we could practice. No. Him, Little DiBiase, and Teddy DiBiase Jr. They'd all go, we'd all go out because I had the keys. So we'd go there on Sunday practice. Drew McIntyre had come. Like all those guys used to come down and practice. Wow. And then Sheamus wow. used to beat the shit out of us. Like, you know what I mean? Like taking that, not beat the shit out of yeah, us. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Take yeah. that kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, you got to come up with something new. This hurts. <laughs> <laughs> a little stiff. He's working ah, stiff. stiff, bro. Stiff. God bless. Oh my God. He'd grab you like we're in a fight. I was, bro, I can fight just so you know. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna throw me around too much longer. Oh but it was my just bro, God. it was funny as hell. I mean, it was great. So now when you is it mostly kids amputees that you help out? Is it mostly kids? Is it all different ages, walks of life, Steve, that you help out with fifty legs? Uh, bro, it's it, I, like remember when we just said it, I wanted to help kids and veterans. That was it. Right. So now, <clears throat> you know, like I see people at the airport and they walk like shit. I'm like, bro, you need a better leg. You, you, you know, they're like, you know, you're in pain, right? And I and I. Listen, if you you're a below-the-knee amputee and you're limping, like, you, you know... You can tell. You have a bad fit. And the sad part is the statistics of prosthetic companies is sickening how bad they are. Oh. They're all about the money. They all want to put you in a pin system because it's off the shelf. I have everything on my leg is custom-made. So, like, I get fitted for a liner, meaning it's casted. It takes a day to make. They make it out of uh, what I don't even know if it's silicone or whatever the heck's made out of, but they make it custom so it fits your stump. Because nobody's legs are the same. Like I mean, the kids that get run over by lawnmowers, kids get run over by. So if their leg has a curve in it, and you give them off-the-shelf stuff, when they bend it, they make a fart noise, so it farts. It's like what kid's already missing your leg? Now I got to fart oh, when I walk. Oh Jesus! But these big companies, they just don't care because it's all about the money. And it takes them three months to six months to get a foot or leg. We get them in, like, I tell everybody this and they're like, bullshit. I'm like, really? I said, I promise you, 
I promise you, Celeste Cochran from the Boston Bombing Survivor, right? One of the survivors, both legs, one above, one below. She came here on Sunday last week because they cast you on Sunday and make your line as while you're in bed sleeping and come in the next morning at 10 o'clock and it's ready. And then they cast you and by the afternoon, you're in a check socket. Wow. And then you're walking either that day or the next day. Wow, Steve. Like nobody, everybody's like, ah, oh, bullshit. I'm like, yeah, well, I got my leg fixed this morning. That's why I went at four in the morning. I went to Orlando Did to you? get my legs fixed and seen a couple of my kids. Yeah. Wow. But there's nobody in the world that does what Stan Patterson does. He's just not. POA Orlando, It's I, I promise you, I tell people this, and, and, and like I'm just, like I met a kid at, at my event the other night. Mm-hmm. So he asked me, I go, but he hasn't got a leg in years. Like, because he's at 18, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Trying to help them until they're 18. Then, oh, is that how that works? The, yeah, so some of the kids don't know where to go. Because oh. trying to, you know, they do, they're so busy, man. They're so big, you know? But these kids, when do you go at 18, you know? Right, right. Thank God you're around, man. It's it's just yeah, incredible. Yeah, when you see somebody rock, you I mean, yeah. you can know when they're, I can it tell. It, it, it kills me because you know they're uh, uncomfortable. Uh. I mean, I've had this long leg on since 4, 11 this morning when I left to go to, I mean, I feel great. My leg doesn't hurt. I mean, I, I could go walk 10 miles right now. That's like, amazing, And then I see Steve. these people that can't, uh, it breaks my heart. Oh, oh, oh. That's what kills me, you know what I mean? And then the people in the nursing homes, forget it. They, they charge these kids so much money for a knee. And if you're over, if you're over 55, 60, mm-hmm. and you don't have that ability you do was your quickness or right. something like that, you right. know, they, they put these old people that are in their 70s and 80s, and then we put them in a microprocessor knee. Which means if they were falling, the microprocessor would stop it from 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 going. You know what I mean? So you just see you, I, when I, I go to the people try to give me knees and legs and stuff, and I go, "What do you want me to do with that? I want to put that on a dog. Oh. I just wouldn't. I mean, uh-huh. and it breaks my heart that their mother wore it, and all they did is put them on. Oh. So they like they, like ninety percent of the people in nursing homes they're in the corner. The legs are in the corner, oh. just sitting there. Oh, oh, breaks it up, breaks it, breaks it up for you, man. Breaks, just, breaks your yeah, heart. But what do you like? It's, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You can't, do, you can't help everybody, Steve. That's but you're pretty part. damn that's close. That's the hard part. Pretty like, you close. You know, you just, you know, for me, you got to pick and choose. You know what I mean? Like the the one guy, the one of my favorite guys that I ever helped was a World War II, um, um merchant marine, and I, let me tell you what, he was nineties. Something when I got ninety something when I got his leg, and he danced the jig that night. He's no. like, "This is the first time I got to dance." Oh. Got oh. his legs, bro, and then oh. he died. Like oh. he used to go to my events. I think he died at 90, 97 or ninety eight. Oh. Oh. He's ninety seven or ninety eight. Oh. And the guy, dude, he was just cool. And his stories were just like humble. He goes, he he's so thankful. He's like, you know, the last couple of years I've been able to walk. Thank you so much. I mean, that's what that's, that's what, what it's about. about. That's yeah, what it's about. That's need, what it's about. I don't need a pat on the back. I, you do it because it's the right thing. And then you help as many kids as you can. You know, that's my biggest thing is kids, obviously. Like, because they, they don't. They, they want to give them a life, man, plus, to be able to be active. Just, I, I, I just helped. Um, we got this kid that's got no legs. I mean, yeah, no legs and no arms. And, dude, he walks like nothing. It just. When you see these kids, they're so resilient. You know, people at football talking about their resiliency and doing this and doing that. I'm like, come on, man. Chop your legs off and see where you'll be. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like, it just drives me crazy. Everybody uses that resilient. Like, resilient, resilient what? You're playing a sport. You get paid a F ton of money. Oh, and you're resilient for what you do. Oh, my you God. went to practice for a week. Oh, my God. Or you got a concussion. You're out for a 
six weeks. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Whatever the old days, like, hit each other, man. You, uh, now, what about, you do some of it in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, like up all there the and here. Oh, no, all we're over. Yeah, we, and I know you went out to Denver, all shoot, over the country. All over the country, Denver, Colorado, I mean, oh. Washington State, oh. uh, everywhere, Nebraska, okay. Omaha. I mean, everywhere. I'm, I'm probably at every state, I would think, now, by now. We're probably like, yeah, we help, we find, I mean, but we pay for everything, Rock. I mean, we just don't, and you got to remember, everybody thinks it's one and done. I buy kids, all these kids come back twice a year. These kids grow. It's not like they get a leg and then. I never thought of that. Every kid comes back twice a year. Twice. Oh, they're growing. They come at Christmas, and they usually come, they usually come at Christmas vacation, and like in the summer before school. I see, I see. How about some of the, the parents must be and moms and they must be it's, just, it's, oh. It's, it's tough, dude. It really is. Like, I just, the family I was with today, you know, it's like um, the mother has, um, I don't know what it's called. It's, it's like deterioration of your bones. Like the yeah, mother's osteoporosis, miss, maybe, the mother's missing a leg, the oh. daughter's missing a leg, oh. and they're going to lose their other limbs. Like, they're just fragile, break, like they're just, <clears throat> I don't know what it's, it's not, but it's some weird, weird way. Uh-huh. It's like. But you're helping them both? Yeah, but it's just, when you meet them, it's, it, it, it'll kill you. It'll tell you how to pot because uh, uh. their bones are, like, so skinny, and they're just so fragile, and you just look at them, and it's like trying to live the most normal life you can. It's like, and you know the other leg's coming. You know, uh. it's just like, to me, it kills me. So I'm always like, man, you're it's a good all right. Man, it's all right, kid. You'll be all right. You're a good man. You're a good man. So you're going to be, now, you also have, what do we have down the road? Uh, you've been shooting a, like a reality show, yeah. We've been, and uh, yeah. this is this going to be on YouTube or just just will? Well, we were, you know, the LA people. <laughs> you know me; I don't play well with others, anyways. <laughs> That's the sad. I got more charities that reach out to me. Hey, we want to want to get with you. I'm like, no, I don't think so. It took me 13 and a half years to get where I'm at now. You know what I mean? We raised over a million dollars a year. Last year, I helped 200 people walk again. So I mean. You just, you just, you just, I'm good with who I am, what my charity does, the people that surround me, you know what I mean? The friends I got, you know, everybody's like, oh, your friends with Hogan. Can you get them to come to my event? I bet no. you get that you a call lot. Them. You call them. And they think Every everything's day. probably a meet and greet. Yeah, they just think, they- like, even the other night when we had the thing, yeah. the event at his hangout, you know, he was nice enough to show up. And I put on Facebook, please don't go that. up to him. Mm-hmm. You, you go up to him and say hi, but don't yeah. ask him to sign shit. Right. He's there to help my charity, not to... Yeah. Not to benefit you and your kid. You know what I mean? It's a fundraiser. It's not a meet and greet. He had a meet and greet the next week. Spend your $100 and go meet him. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I mean, he's nice enough to do this stuff. So, like, and he stayed a little bit, you know, but you could tell it was get. you know, it's like yeah. anybody else. Well, yeah. he's here to help me. And that, that was it. It was right. like, it just got overboard. And then the more people drank, ah, okay, come see me. I've, right. I've known you since I was 30 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just get but he loves it, dude. He, he he actually don't say no to many people. Like, And if he does, he's, he's to, always been good to he's me, He's in real man. pain or something. Because that man. All those surgeries? Oh, bro. I just. He is I, hurting, you, isn't If he? you really need to get he to know him. He doesn't look like. When you see him, though, oh, no, he looks good. Bro, he, he still lives. hits. He, he still lives. My buddy Jake lives. So the, my buddy Jake's body went from. I'll show you a picture when we hang up. You can post yeah. that on Facebook. Yeah. Like when you see <clears throat> the turnaround Jake's got in six months, just from eating right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't cheat. Mm-hmm. He quit drinking. Wow. So wow. Yeah. You know, like Hogan's a whole different breed now. Like, I think you know, I, like everybody's like, oh, Sky's out for the money. That woman. 
the other night. This is his new, his his new, new dude, wife. Let me tell you what. Last, last night was it last night the event? Yeah, it was last uh-huh. night. So last night I'm at my event, <clears throat> and Sky's there, and Hogan's doing his speech. He's doing his talk, and I look over. Just as, I'm always looking at the woman, see what she's gonna do, because I, I I love the guy. I always want him the best. She, when he was getting off stage, she literally ran over to him, make sure he was okay getting down. So right then I was like, oh, this woman's all right. Yeah, Like, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah, Sky yeah. fan now forever. Like, That's legit. nice. That's nice. Because you just see, and the love, dude, it's the love. Like, she's Good got her own him. money. She don't need his money. Oh, she's, she does okay. well. There you go. But she looks at him like, you could just see, like, I love this man. Like, and, and it's... Like that's what I used to say to him all the time. I go, who cares what anybody else thinks? Who gives a shit? You're Hulk Hogan. First of all, everybody wants to be you. Second, you got a beautiful younger woman that loves you for you, and it it, it was cool to see it again. You know that's what I mean? Awesome. And that's all. Like, and that's all he wants. That's all he ever wants. You know what I mean? Everybody else wants him to be with a 90 year old woman and walk on the beach and <laughs> see the sunset. That's not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that's not the guy I know. I promise you. So, last but not least, you are going to finish in the Boston Marathon and being a Boston, Massachusetts kid. What? How? How did this come about? And what? What do you? Can you oh, imagine God. what that's going to be like? That's going to be emotional, Steve. Oh, I'm the Boston Marathon, man. And then you're going to be crying like a baby, probably. Don't you think? Oh no, I will. I cry about the. So I don't know if you remember. Do you remember? Do you, do you remember some of the survivors? You remember Jeff Bowman? I remember that <clears> name. Yeah. So Jeff Bowman yeah. was the one with the cowboy hat. Yes. That was getting pushed. Yes. He's a great friend of mine. He's he's he donates to my charity. He's he's a wonderful kid. So he uh, so he gets every year. The BAA, the Boston Associated Running, right? They give you running bibs for a charity. So I've been there for 10 years because of Celeste Cocker and Jeff Bowman, you know, the people that got blown up that I get legs for. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Jeff, uh, so the, the numbers come out. We have 12 runners or 13 runners running the marathon for my team every year for 10 years. So each one of them, we started off raising 10 grand each. So now they're up to 12,000. Everybody's got to raise $12,000, but they don't have to qualify as long as you run for a charity. Got you. So, for you know, last year was year 10, and I wasn't going to do it because it was year 10, and I didn't want to get publicity for me. I wanted to go to the Boston Survivors. It's been 10-year anniversary. It means something, right? So this year, I'm like, I called Jeff. I said, hey, I'm going to do the marathon. You still going to give me that bib? He goes, hell yeah, Stevie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I go, all right. And he goes, but you got to finish. I said, hey, bro, I'm going to train. So, um, so I'm on a 24-week program. The most I've walked so far was uh, 14 miles. Damn. But this weekend, 17. Damn. Yeah, so I mean, I'm on a slow thing. I'm not running rock. I yeah, mean, no, 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 no. What are you, crazy? 265 You're 265, pounds. man. You're, I, I'm going to try to slindle down a little bit. But uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm going to have, um, so we put it out there the other night. And so all the money I raise for the next, until April, April 15th, all the money I raise, that I raise, not the charity raise, all the money I go out, I, I you know, solicit to help me out, help yes. me out for this for this walk goes to me. How can right now? How, how how can people that are hearing the, your story now um, and want to support you? If you go on the you, Fifty man. Legs page, I think you can see all the runners. There's thirteen or twelve or thirteen of us. Okay, you can just pick, and then it's like um, so. When you go through uh, Boston, it, uh, the runners thing, you gotta. I forget what the heck the name of the thing is. Like, not a GoFundMe, but it's something else. But, got you. But, but if they thing, go on your page, they'll, yeah, they can just go on my they'll page. figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. On my 50 legs or Steve Chamberlain's page. It's, Steve it's on Chamberlain. there. But, <clears throat> yeah, so I... 
That's going to be you know, I'm, I'm excited, you know, like, and, and then, you know, what's funny is like now that I'm doing it, I do a lot of stuff for uh, other charity. Like there's only one other charity I do a lot of stuff for, but it's for Special Olympic kids. There's a there's a huge charity event every year. It's called the Dream Ride in Connecticut. Michael Bazzuto is the guy's name. The nicest man you'll ever meet. Ton of money. He does more stuff. He shows up. He gets 200 exotic cars. When I say exotic, I'm not talking, uh, you know, a T-type. I'm talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. an $800,000 Ferrari, a million dollar this, Rolls Royces, all custom stuff where all the kids, he, he makes this red carpet for the kids so they feel special for that day. Takes every one of them in a car. I drove my buddies, Michael Fuchs. I drove his Rolls Royce two years ago, and I had a kid in the back seat. He's like, he's just going like this with his arms, and he's flat, he's like shaking his arms, like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm just resting for my fans, <laughs> bro. When I went, when I'm driving, I look in the back seat and I see this kid that can't talk, just waving his hands. Uh. Oh, Bro, I'm crying oh, as I'm driving. Oh, His mother's looking at me. She goes, I knew you had a big heart. I'm like, dude, this is killing me. But he gets done. He goes, like, this Isn't was the, cool? best, the best day of my life. Isn't dude. that nice, Steve? It, it's like even with my kids, when you take them to the Paralympics and junior nationals and stuff, Yeah, you're around kids like you. Nobody's looking at you. Nobody's judging you. You know what I mean? Like, I see I see so many stuff, you know, because little Ireland, a little girl that lost her legs right here. Right up around here with the lawnmower. Yes. She's been me for 11 years now. Wow, 11 years 11 it's years. been. 11 years. So she was the same weekend as the Boston Marathon. I was at the hospital with her family, and I got a call Monday. I met her on a Friday night. She lost her leg on Friday. The family reached out to me. I met her on Friday night. I went to, they wanted me to go see it, meet her. Uh -huh. While she's in the hospital with the tubes and everything. Uh -huh. I'm standing above her uh -huh. with her dad just saying, Listen, oh. whatever you have, don't ever worry about legs. I got you. Still to this day, 11 years. Oh man, you give me goosebumps, Steve. You give me goosebumps. But you gotta remember Steve. that's a that's been a long time, bro. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big story, you know. Oh, now it's huge, huge. Now I'm over sixty something kids for lawnmowers. Over sixty, I've helped. No, number one reason for kids under ten years old. I never would have known that. Nobody knows that. No lawnmowers. Then it's uh, birth defects and cancer. Holy shit! Did not know that, Steve. When I see when I see people with their kids and mamas, yeah, 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 yeah. I pull over. Do you? I, I go, bro. Do hey, listen. I'm not your daddy. I'm not your father. Not your uncle. Not your grandfather. But listen, I've helped 64 kids from lawnmowers, just on stuff you don't think is gonna happen. I promise you. And he was like, the guy was one guy was like, get the fuck out of my house. I'm like, bro, what are you? Call me if you need me. I should have left him a card. You I should have. I should have been here. So it, Here's my card. Call me when your kid loses his leg. If you've learned anything listening to this episode, there's there's a big one right there. And if you got kids yeah. or grandkids, keep them away from lawnmowers. In closing, what what do you think? This is what I usually ask all of my guests that have made it to the top. You've made it in life, where you came from, oh what God, you're doing, God. and continuing. What's your what's your advice? What's your advice for someone that's young? trying to figure out life man you know what i mean and they, they just don't know man and you seem to be very happy now steve in life what what's the best piece of advice honestly steve? rock man it's it's faith you know what i mean everybody's just lost the faith like you know what i mean i lost it for years like when my grandmother my meme died when i was a kid i stopped going to church because i was like man how do you take somebody so precious and then the more like i'm just like I tell people all the time, I said, this isn't Steve Chamberlain doing this. This is God's work. If you really think about where I've come from and, and like losing my leg, if I didn't lose my leg, I wouldn't have had a charity. If I didn't have a charity, I wouldn't have helped these thousands of kids. 
How do, if you think about the whole thing, if you just think about everything, you, you put in your head, you're like, well, whose plan is this? Well, it ain't my plan. I didn't plan on people calling me today. It's just like in the, my path has been a blessing, like meeting the Steve Kearns, meeting the Hulk Hogan's. If I didn't chase a dream and never give up on a dream, like I, I tell like never give up. Like if you... If you want to be a baseball player, put in the extra work. Put the phone down. Put the stupid computers down. Put the stupid... Go outside and hit a ball. Hit rocks. What movie did I just watch the other day? I Cry Like a Baby. There was a, there's a baseball movie where the guy had uh, deteriorating bones. It, it was just out. I mean, I cried 30 times. His father was a preacher. It was, a, it was in the 70s. It was... You, Dennis Quaid oh. was the father. Oh. I love it's a Quaid. baseball movie. If you if you got time to watch that, that's your that's what that's what you chase the dream. You know that kid was outside. He had um, rods. You know all the metal things to hold his legs together, not together, but like he, to keep him straight. And that kid just every day went outside was hitting rocks, like bombing rocks. So the one guy that he hit this guy's windshield, and it was like two hundred yards away, and the kid was only like six, and he goes. What the hell was that? He goes, I did that. And the guy was like, well, I'll go to work. The kid's only six. Going, I'll buy you a windshield. He goes, all right. He goes, well, go back there and do that again. Next thing you know, boom, boom, all in the same spot. And it was like, it was just like, when you think your life's down because you're different or you're, you know, you're missing a leg or missing a finger, you know, that's when you got to stand up and just, you know, like bullshit. You ain't going to, you know, you can't tell me what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I think that's it. like kids nowadays are just so. Oh, yeah, I know. Expect, like, suck it up, everything. man. Stop being such sissies, man. Yeah. Like, God bless you, man. But come on, get outside. Put that. Like, I watched kids play basketball the other day. I was like, they couldn't even hold the ball. I was rock throwing a baseball. I'm like, they throw like girls. Like, like get out there with your kids, man. Please. That's that's the biggest thing is these parents. Like, here's your phone, uh, little Johnny. You'll be great at this one. It's like, come on, man. Play. Get, like, get outside. Steve, you're a good man. Don't you, you think so, though, Rock? You come on, are, man. You no, no doubt. You get outside. No doubt. <laughs> Fiftylegs.org. Just Google Fifty Legs. Steve Chamberland. It comes up. We'll be following your path on the everything that you're doing, man. Just thank you so much. You're such a good man. You're an inspiration, Steve. To so many. Thank you, brother. Bro, I love you to death, and thanks for always taking care of me and having me on. You know what I mean? It's all. You know, it's just look, like I said, bro. It's you know. It's funny how when I started this, people looked at me like, it's never going to work out. It's never going to work out. And then you realize, you know what? I did this. Like most charities only last. If a charity lasts more than three years, it's successful. Wow. That's like the NFL. Not think of that. Really? Yeah, exactly. I think didn't of, know I mean, that. think of the NFL. Think yeah. of the players. Right? Think years, of the studs out there that yeah, like, yeah. get hurt. Yeah. Or, or yeah. the guys. You know, there's so many great football players. Like Chris Hoban. I, I miss that kid. I haven't talked to him in 10 years. <clears throat> wow. But even him, like you look at these guys that like played ten years. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a man. Five years is be proud. It's because you know what they I mean? put in the work. One hundred percent, and that's you what know? pays off. That's that's what I'm telling you. Like when I when you said about these kids, I mean you got to just show up early for practice. Be the guy. Like like when I was in high school, I was the guy. Like we were the guys. Like my my school was like we were the gym after after practice, before practice, lifting. You know what I mean? This is just. It's just, uh, but now you can't even smack the kids. You're going to court. <laughs> My coaches beat the shit out of us. <laughs> Steve, thank you, brother. Love you, man. Thank you. 
All right, that was awesome. Steve is such a good dude. So he really, honestly, man, he really, really, really is an inspiration. All right, so basically, um, basically now, man, I'm getting ready to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll be there all week in Vegas, so I'll be, st- you know, stockpiling a lot of big name interviews. I can't wait to do that. <clears throat> also, going to be bringing on a new sponsor to the Rock Stops Here podcast. So I'll tell you about that probably in our next episode. And just think about Thursday nights. If you want to come and hang out, uh, I'm going to be here Thursday nights at 7 o'clock. It's called The Lake, Lake 85. And it's just a great sports bar. It's in Upper Pinellas off of East Lake Road, Palm Harbor. It's that Landsbrook, uh, East Lake area. Um, the guys that own this thing were buddies in high school. They went to high school together in East Lake. Uh, and my man Rick said he always wanted to have a sports bar, and it's a neighborhood bar. I love it. 18 screens, always got something going on, whether it's bands, they got dueling, pianos, which is really, really big now. I believe that's on Wednesdays. Uh, you can follow them on social media. It's The Lake 85. Again, it's The Lake 85. And uh, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, come hang out. Great time. My thanks to Steve Chamberlain, big badass. He's going to finish the Boston Marathon. It's going to be great. And I'll talk to you next week right here on The Rock Stops Here. Here.